is Ronaldo. Oh, my goodness. You don't save those. Out of this world. Messi. 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 Landon Donovan, there are things on here for the USA. Can they do it here? Cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Certainly through. Oh, it's incredible. You could not write a script like this. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. From the international stage to right here at home, this is FUVFC, talking all things soccer on WFUV Sports. Man, does it feel good to hear that intro music again. We are finally back in studio, FUVFC on the campus of Fordham University College, Rose Hill. It is September 2nd. It's a Friday. We are recording in person. I'm James Burley. I've got Gino. I've got Michael. Guys, how are we doing? I'm doing great. You know, I'm just happy to be back, you know, after a long summer of uh, of remote and, you know, off every other week. Uh, now to be back in person and what I expect to be back to weekly, especially with the amount of uh, soccer that we're going to have upcoming. I just can't, you know, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, it's my first time here. So I'm really excited to talk about some football, you know, Premier League, Champions League as well. You know, the World Cup sticker book just came out. So we're going to have some fun talking about that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great talk. You know, let's get right to it. Yeah, we didn't uh, initially plan for this episode to be heavily dominated by the Panini sticker book, but expect it to be. We've got a lot to talk about. 80-odd days away from Qatar, Premier League, a week away from Champions League, MLS gearing towards the playoffs. Michael shot me a look. Longtime listeners of the podcast will know what that's all about. Uh, I'm so excited to be back here. I'm so excited to talk footy with you boys right now. Let's just jump straight into it with the Premier League. Michael, we're going to talk Liverpool first because I know you've got the Liverpool kit on. You've been, do, thinking, yeah, you've been yeah. thinking about this all day. I know I have, you have. I was actually deciding which Liverpool jersey to wear because I have a couple. I was like, do I wear is this there any, one? Is there anybody on the back of that one? Uh, yeah, it's the... Uh, ah, Luis Diaz. Going yeah. going for the for the, the uh, national uh, pride as well. connection. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that a lot. I, Luis Diaz is probably the only player on Liverpool I like at the moment. I'll um, take that. Yeah, you'll take it. But what I want to know is will you take the last two results they've had since that skit against United... Uh, a lot of people were not very confident in Liverpool's ability to replicate their form from last year in both uh, the league and the Champions League and mm-hmm. bring home the FA Cup. And uh, the Carabao. And the Carabao Cup. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about yeah, all the useless I, trophies. I mean, I am wearing the, the Carabao shirt right now. <laughs> I, I know. I see. I see. All right. So we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna throw some bones to the Carabao Cup champions here. Um, I thought that bounce back against Bournemouth, a statement win. I thought staying in late against Fulham, another statement. What'd you take from it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, that huge 9 nothing win. Uh, I was actually in the studio doing one-on-one. Uh, I, I was a video producer, so I had, it, uh, I had it on the background. And, like, every time I looked away, there was another goal. So, uh, huge, huge, you know, response from them, especially after, you know, losing to United and, not and, you know, us getting the first win of the season. Um, as for Newcastle, I unfortunately didn't watch the match because uh, I, uh, uh, I was unavailable. But um, uh, after hearing, you know, th- the way that uh, Liverpool won in the final kick of the game, you know, I'm hoping that this serves as like, you know, the momentum, uh, you know, like and to get into their heads that, you know, like Liverpool are supposed to win these games. Um, I mean, obviously, w- we do have some injuries. Um, the middle of the park 
I'm not expect especially happy about, but you know they did make that final uh, uh, deadline day move. But we'll talk about that later. Um, obviously, up uh, uh, going against Everton. Everton have had a pretty uh, poor run of form. Uh, so you know, obviously, it's a Merseyside derby. It's huge. I'm hoping that Liverpool uh, will get the win. But um, you know, saying that you know, oh, every you know, Liverpool struggles are are past them. You know, they're back to where they were last year. I'm not even close. There's still a lot of work to be done. Um, obviously, you know, with the injury, Nunez hit with that three-game suspension with that, you know, stupid headbutt. But um, obviously, it, it is giving me a bit more confidence. But, you know, as to the level of last year, we're still miles away from that. Gina, how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the match. But, you know, I think Newcastle was really good in the first half. I saw that, the highlights of it. Um, Isak did a wonderful goal. But, you know, I think it, the controversial part was the ending. I think, you know, Liverpool was awarded five minutes of injury time and, you know, they played until the 98th, which was insane because, you know, there was a lot of people talking about it. Did just, you know, there was a lot of time wasting, of course, from Newcastle's part. But, you know. It, 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 it's a bit of karma. I mean, obviously, I, uh, like right. you said, none of us saw it. But, but from what I heard, the Newcastle players, especially the goalkeeper, were, you know, like yeah. injured, quote unquote, for a while. So then the, the ref was like, okay, let's make sure that, you know, that, that gets factored in. Right. As a Manchester United fan perspective, I was a little bit pissed off seeing that injury <laughs> time until the 98th. Yeah. But it's Fergie time. It's Fergie time. It is Fergie time. But you got to give credit to Fabio. I think he did a great goal, uh, great three points for Liverpool. And I think it will give him confidence to compete in the Murray Derby that's coming I, up. I so hope far. it gives him confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, I'm going to go back to something you said. I'm totally going to agree. It's not where it should be for Liverpool, but a lot of those things are out of their control. Jurgen Klopp came out in the press conference and said, You guys were all right and I was wrong. We need another midfielder. I found that funny. Yeah. yeah it, it, but it, it wasn't just funny because it was true. Yeah. Um, you have to, as United fans, Gino and myself, um, Perhaps uh, I'll go on the record as saying this. Not many United fans. Well, I'm a bit jealous of Jurgen Klopp's uh, dedication to his side. I don't know if we've uh, had that in United since Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, yeah, you're getting a little bit there with uh, with Ten Hag. Yeah, I, I I think there's I think there, it's it's a new age in United. We'll talk about them in a minute. But going back going back to Liverpool, I do think that they're they're steering the ship in the right direction. It's not where it should be, but you know, with a rivalry game. I believe it's at uh, Goodison it's Park. At Goodison Park yeah. uh, it's that's tomorrow morning at seven thirty for those who want to catch it. Uh, probably on Peacock, I'm assuming. Uh, actually, hold on. Uh, we don't have to plug right NBC though. They they make plenty <laughs> of money. We're fine. They do. Uh, probably the USA Network. Yeah, probably. you know, listeners, you figure it out. Seven thirty a.m. Find it. Uh, Everton Liverpool. Is Merseyside red or blue? We'll find out. Probably going to be it's red. red. It's, it's red. probably going to be red. Let's red. face it. Yeah. Everton coming off of a gutsy one-one draw against uh, Leeds United States of America. He was right, by the way. It's on, uh, it's on USA. It's on USA Network. Yeah, okay, yeah. so there it is. Watch it on watch it on cable if you have that. Um, we don't anymore because we're college students. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Arsenal because Arsenal are sitting alone at the top of the Premier League with five wins, zero draws, and zero losses, conceding four goals in those five games, coming off a 2-1 win against a pretty lowly Aston Villa side. They place uh, – oh, sorry, they face Manchester United – on Sunday, September 4th That's at 11.30. Yeah. That is a big game. Manchester United, um, I, feel, I want to talk about United before I talk about Arsenal, but we're talking about both here. United, for me, they're a team that I, I see similarly to Liverpool where they're riding the ship, but it's still not where it should be and where it could be. However, I'm pleasantly surprised with the last three results for United after that 4-0 thrashing from uh, Brentford, um, which was just so shocking to watch. They come up, They come up, get a big win against Liverpool. They get... Another gutsy win against Leicester. Jaden Sancho and Marcus Rashford are performing well. Like 
what year is this? I, 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 I'm pleasantly surprised, but I still think there's more to give. Um, however, and they're at home on Sunday. So, oh, is it? It's yeah, at Old it's Trafford? at Old Trafford. Okay. I, I'm not saying I think United are the clear favorites here because I do think Arsenal are playing some great football at the moment. However, there's another thing I'm going to mention. Aaron Ramsdale, unsure if he's going to be fit to play. Ooh. We could be seeing the Arsenal uh, competitive debut of, of Matty Turner, New Jersey legend. Hey. Let's talk America, Michael. Let's go. No, I'm kidding. Um, later, later, later. Yeah, let's talk Arsenal. Is this, is this form that they're in sustainable? Because they've been playing probably the brightest bit of football in the Premier League at the moment, but they're still one of the most young, unproven teams in terms of in terms of getting it done for a long season, because they haven't done that in God knows how long. And now they're starting to reemerge as one of the top big six when they've been, you know, kind of the butt of the jokes. Um, you're not really in the big six. We replaced Arsenal with Leicester. Now they're they're firmly... I, I did that, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think during the COVID year, I, and I, think, I, I, and I think we both did that. And yeah. I think it was fair to say that, because they they weren't competing with the likes of Liverpool, Chelsea, City. Now they are arguably even better I think City is a different discussion, but is this sustainable, Michael? I mean, obviously, you know, fair play to them. You know, they've started the season off strong, but um, going back to what you said about, like, you know, Manchester United, they're turning the ship in the right mm-hmm. direction. I feel like last year, and especially under um, Arteta, you know, they've been starting to have their vision last year. You know, they, they kind of made those big money signings, but with that vision in mind, obviously last year they were so close to Champions League, just missed out, but this year, you know, they've had an enti- they've had the whole off season last year as well to you know start to meld uh and, and you can really see his vision uh compared to you know totally. uh, uh to to Klopp or Ten Hag you know Ten Hag is is, is starting but you know, this is first year this is Mikel's third year as the manager or fourth third or fourth sounds yeah, like right it, it, it's been it you know he, he's had this plan for a while the board backed him if you saw the all or nothing mm-hmm. documentary special uh, you know, like it. You know, the people have confidence in him. The players have faith in him. He has faith in the players. So you know, it, it's it's obviously you know, it's it's great for them to start off. But if you take a look at who their opponents have been, I think I think I saw a stat like three out of the five opponents are in the bottom five, like of their games right. have been in the bottom five. So Arsenal has played Crystal Palace, Leicester, yep. Bournemouth, Fulham, and Aston Villa. They've hardly gotten out of England. <laughs> they are, sorry, out of London. London. Yeah, sorry. I was gonna say wait. <laughs> You know, um, every game's in England, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so, I mean, obviously, you know, still to, you know, go, I mean, because, uh, you know, other teams have have faltered against lower teams, such as United mm-hmm. against Brentford, uh, Liverpool against... United. <laughs> <laughs> good point, good point. <laughs> Liverpool against Fulham, you know, a, a, yeah. any game. Uh, but, you know, the fact that they've started off strong, um, it, it's good for them, obviously, against United, I'd say that is their first true like actual test because not because united are also on a bit of a roll right now they've won three in a row yeah i know against liverpool you know it happened weeks ago get over it uh and then and then they beat um i, I forget who united beat <laughs> they beat lester lester and who was it as well southampton. Uh, southampton southampton thank you um so you know obviously and they got an, a, a casemiro which i think is a great signing they're basically yep. you know going to Madrid and saying, "Hey, can we take your players for Varane last year, this year uh, Casemiro, and technically to a point of you know Ronaldo, I guess, because mm-hmm. he played for uh, Madrid." But you know, I think those are great signings. Um, Anthony, I think you may have overpaid for him, but, may, but may I, 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 I do <laughs> believe that he he will he will be a bonus. Uh, you have that uh, uh, a Martinez from Ajax, who I think has been great so far. Um, so you know, obviously Ten Hag is 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 you know building the squad that he envisions he has a bit of the backing of the board i'm not going to say the full backing Mm -hmm. because 
as United have shown us over recent years, they are very slow when it comes to that. I do think United did make some mistakes in the transfer window, but we'll get to that then. But um, on Sunday, it's going to be a huge match, and I, for one, will try my hardest to make sure that I'm completely blocked so I can just you know watch the game mm-hmm. on whatever channel it's on. Actually, I don't even know what it's on. Well, while we find out what channel this game's on so we can give NBC some more money that they uh, desperately need. Same channel um, as uh, the Merseyside Derby. Uh, let's Good go. USA, USA Network. USA, baby. Yeah. Or right. NBCSports.com. Gina, I'm going to throw this one to you. But before I do, real quick, I just want to say I totally agree on uh, what you said about Arteta and um, what you said about United. This year for United, it doesn't have to be about this year. They're setting a foundation that's going exactly, to yeah. bring them into – a, not, not a new generation because they said that when Alex Ferguson left and the new generation never came. Mm-hmm. I think I don't want to say it's go it's back to old business. I say it's about it's about establishing a solid identity that they can use as a foundation to build a successful team for the next four to five years. I think Arsenal established that two three seasons ago and now it's coming to fruition either this year or next year. I think they're going to be challenging for a title. And I don't I'm not saying that they're going to beat City or Liverpool or Chelsea. Yeah, time will tell, of course, but. That's where I see it. Gino. Uh, actually, Gino, sorry. I, 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 oh, so, I, I do want to go you got uh, it. for the two United guys talk forever and ever about their, you know, silly uh, little team. Uh, so obviously, you know, uh, as you said, this year, it, it, you know, they're kind of focusing on the long term plan. So what would you say a good goal would be? Like, would you ex- do you expect them to be Champions League? Do you expect them at least Europa League? Like, the, like the, the, goal, the goal for Manchester United should never for, and for every top six team, I firmly believe this should never be below finishing top four. That should always be the expectation. But, but, but do you think that's a real? Uh, like, take a look at at the other big six squads, and do you think that you know United have a? I don't want to say actual chance, but do you think that they they have have the potential when yeah. you're looking at the Liverpool's, the Cities, um, Tottenham, Arsenal, and I guess to some extent Chelsea? Like, do you honestly think that? Yes, I do, and I, I don't I don't think I don't think it's set in stone that United's going to finish top four. I think fourth or fifth is probably their ceiling. Um, Maybe third if there's if Liverpool get more injuries. I don't know. I don't think, say that. Come well, I, I'm not going to work for it. Okay. I know. Uh, I, I'm just saying, like, th- the Premier League has 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 been unpredictable in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say the past, I don't mean the last few years because it's been City, Liverpool, no, you, City, you Liverpool, mean City, like, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, years ago, th- th- and I think we're we're approaching those days again because right now, last year it was City, Liverpool, and everyone else, and this year to me it screams City and then everyone else. Yeah. And now. Teams like Arsenal are creeping back into the discussion. Tottenham, United, are back into Tottenham, yeah. uh, Liverpool, Tottenham. We might get a chance to talk about in a bit. Are we going to talk about Arsenal again or no? I th- we it, could, it, we, it, we it, could it, circle it, back. It's because I do want to make one point about Arteta. Then, then make it now. If make he, it quick. If he doesn't get top four, I think he's going to be fired. Because last year they had their big chance. Obviously, right. they failed. But I this think... year. Has to be top four. Is that is that a guarantee? Is that you're gonna put your stamp on this now so you can I, go I, back to it, this episode? It has to be top four, or else I uh, honestly I don't think the fans would keep. Honestly, I, it has to be top four. Well, like, you know, th- this is their year to get top. Four. I think I think you're putting your finger on the pulse there because be, yeah. because I think that's would be if they finish fifth out by like three points and then you say goodbye to Arteta. I think that'd be really harsh, but I do expect them to finish at almost as high as second potentially. I mean, to remind that's you guys- bold. That's bold. I, 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 I'm leaving that out to there. To remind you guys about that, Arsenal and Manchester United are also in the Europa League. Whoever wins that competition gets straight to Champions, Champions League. League. Okay, first of all, you're assuming that th- either of them are going to win. They're expected to win, either one of them. 
it can't be. I, other I don't like teams. the phrasing of that. They, they they might win, but come on. I mean, we, I, I think it's seen... safe to say that they're the they're two of the favorites for sure. Yeah, they're probably the two biggest clubs in the competition. I, I don't even know who else is in it. I haven't <laughs> well, even. Bothered all right. To well, look. while Michael yeah. while, while Michael takes a look yeah, at I, who's in I'll the Europa League and what what channel they're broadcasting it on, I guess. Uh, Gino, why don't why don't you provide some insight on United? How do you see them shaping up against Arsenal this Sunday? Yeah, I mean the match against Leicester was a great match. It, it showed great performance. I think the link up with Martinez and uh, there was a one play in particular. It looked like back in the Manchester, Manchester United days, back in 08-07. I mean that team, you know, was Rio, showing Vidic, yeah, all those guys. yeah, all those guys. They were showing that performance on the pitch against Leicester. You know, I think what Manchester United has to do this Sunday, because like I'm going back to what Mike said earlier about Arsenal and this being the real test for Arsenal. This is probably the biggest test for Manchester United. Obviously, the big test was against Liverpool, but we know what happens. And uh, I don't mean to remind you. <laughs> I mean to remind you, Mike, but, you know, I got it. But, you know, I think Jaden's performing really well. He's been gaining confidence. Last season, for he sure. was, you know, a bit of a slump. New new Premier League, you know, season for him, especially a season like last year for Man U. It was really bad, but, you know, he's gotten the goals this season. That goal against Leicester was beautiful. Marcus, for me, Marcus Rashford, for me, I think... I think, you know, when Cristiano came on the pitch, it was like a good world-class 15-minute performance of him. He was passing, he was running. And I think, you know, this Sunday, Ronaldo has to start as striker, not Marcus Rashford. He also nearly did a bicycle kick, and if he and he and, also and, did a yeah. If if that went in, I, I was in class and I was watching the game. I would have I would have like <laughs> I would have made it. I, yeah, I, I would have like you know pay, pay attention in class. Exactly, exactly, I definitely, exactly, I definitely exactly. jumped seeing the angle when he was about to like you know shoot it. I expect him to make. I it. FUVFC it cannot condone watching uh, yes games uh, in class. Yeah, but yeah. don't do it. I can't say I'm not guilty of it. But um, unless if it's the World Cup, maybe we'll talk about that later. No, well, well, World, World, exactly, World Cup exactly, is is its own thing. I think I think they're canceling classes actually. Yeah, but. <laughs> but going back to you know what I was saying, here um, first. Sir Alex Ferguson trusts in the defense, and I think this defense of Manchester United with Martinez, Varane, I think Varane was man of the match 100%. for me on Leicester. Totally, Varane was world class. He was Champions League Varane, <laughs> and I think that uh, this you know I think Dahl is approving. Dahl that season mm-hmm. didn't get his you know stardom from from Ole, but you know Ralph Ragnum gave him that you know push, and he started and he was performing well last season. But you know this season in particular, I think he's been one of the best right backs of the league. Same as Tyrell Malassia, oh, Patrice Evra. He's a Patrice Evra. So <laughs> that's that's big shoes to fill. He's a Patrice Evra for sure. I, I, that performance I like against Liverpool, you I know, like he was really good. And mm-hmm. especially this performance against Leicester was good. But you know, the bad thing about Manchester United is that they're scoring one goal. They're winning games by one. You know, Leicester and Southampton were test, and both those teams were about to score against United. More on Southampton. So this, you know, this Sunday I expect you know a performance like they did against Liverpool. This man, this Old Trafford atmosphere this season is probably the best we've seen since back in you know the Vidic, Nemanja, Rio, Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney days. So you know we'll have to wait and see. And I think you know this is going to be a great match, both tests for Arsenal and Man U. But you know, what do you guys think? Do you think you know predictions, Mike? Ooh, who's uh, going to win? I, I mean, you're putting me on the could spot it be a tie? Here. Um, nah, I, I I don't think it'll be a tie. I, I, I there's going to be a winner. I think I think we're going to have a clear winner just because. You know, Arsenal will definitely want to keep their perfect streak running. Because, yeah. you know, because they, could they go all the way? And they're invincibles. <laughs> the, the, nah. uh, no. They're, they're no, not going to be no, invincible. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no <laughs> shot. I mean, it's the must-watch w- Watch it happen now, and, and we all look like fools. Um, but, I mean, at Old Trafford, I, I'm going to give it to United. I don't know about a scoreline, 
but I, I do expect United to come out on top. I go Yeah, I go back to what Arnton Wenger said. I don't know if you guys seen that interview where when they were talking about Liverpool and how, you know, back then, you know, the 2000s Liverpool, how they win the Champions League. And Arsene Wenger said Anfield. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, right? because Anfield, Anfield is, yeah. is a hostile arena. Reason why Liverpool were winning matches at Champions League. Old Trafford, as of now, is probably a hostile arena. So I think it's going to get more to hostile all- than Anfield. Not well, no, because because I've been to n- both stadiums last year, and I can tell you which one had the better atmosphere. Old Trafford had the best atmosphere in with no in the bias, 2000s, I, I assume. Thousands. Oh, no, without Liverpool, yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm without being, bias. No, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Yeah, without bias, Anfield was like it was so much better. Liverpool in the past couple sure, years, whatever, man. yeah, Anfield is a dangerous place to go. Even I, as a Manchester United no, fan, no, you want to know what the what the best atmosphere was? Sure, Goodison Park. Really? Wow. Yeah, okay. and it's All right. so ironic. All right, so now you're valid. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I think you know it's going to get to the Arsenal. Or one players. of the best. One of the best. Yeah. It's definitely going to get to the Arsenal players, but you know. Could it affect them? You don't know because they're in a hot streak right now. So, I I think it will because obviously last year, um, I think United won the home fixture if I'm not mistaken against right. yeah Ronaldo scored two, two right? goals yes mm-hmm. Ronaldo scored so, two goals and De Gea was on the floor and decided for the ball to go in you know yeah yeah but they still won yeah. um, so uh, I mean I, I do agree I think that you know especially with you know three wins on the bounce. I'm not going to say United are back because they still have a long ways to go, just like Liverpool. But I, I would put them as favorites to win uh, Sunday's clash. Right. I, I think we're going to see goals for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Arsenal have looked vulnerable in their last two matches. Um, I don't want to harp on their on the 2-1 to Fulham where they had to come back because Alexander Mitrovic is, is so good. Um, but they conceded to Fulham. They conceded to Villa. Um, I think they'll concede to United, and I think... United's defense will hold strong, but I'm gonna go ultimately for a one-one draw oh, in that game. I'm sorry, sorry for no being bo- sorry no, for being no bored. No faith in your team. Uh, it's not. It's not that there's no faith in my team. I think Arsenal are a worthy opponent. It's a heavyweight fight. Make no mistake about it. Um, what I will say about heavyweight, United, though, I, I think we're going a bit too much, but yes. Okay, heavyweight. Come on. Heavyweight. Heavy, yes, heavyweight. There's two of the biggest teams in the league. That's definitely okay, a heavyweight yeah, yeah, fight. Good one, good one. It's a big six class. Yeah, yeah, it's a big six class. I will give it to you. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. Arsenal yeah, it's classic. Man. It's a classic. Rivalry. Of the good old days. We yeah. go back. We go back 15, 20 years. Yes. This was this. Was, everyone this was, was glued match. to the TV. The Roy Keens, the Vieiras. We go back five years. No one cares. <laughs> what I wouldn't do to see Roy Keane in today's game. Yeah, what I wouldn't do to see Roy Keane in in, in like yeah. this league currently today, it would be so fun to watch. That would be fun. That would be fun. He'd be like a real a modern day Roy Kent. Yes. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, for what I was going to say about United before I transitioned is that I wanted to say that they're playing with more maturity than I've seen them play in a long time. Obviously, the skill's always been there. It's not like Marcus Rashford and Jaden Sancho be- became better players. It's They've got more faith in their manager. They've got more faith in each other. They have a clear identity, and they're playing like confident footballers, which is something we haven't seen coming out of uh, Old Trafford for a little while. But to pivot... To the other side of Manchester. One more thing about United. But before we pivot, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do want to say Ten Hag is doing a great job with that team. Uh, and I and I saw this report. I'm not sure if it was true or not. But after the four nil loss to Brentford, Brentford ran like X amount of kilometers extra. Right. And Aaron Ten Hag, you know, as as a punishment, sent them to do the run. But he also did the run as well. Right. The players, so was, yeah, the players heard about it, and they obviously they were pissed off about it. But but then once they realized, like obviously Ten Hag is not in prime physical conditions like but like himself the took the punishment yeah exactly the fact that he ran, did it as yeah. well it's that showing you know a great team unity so you know they they, they are definitely on the up he's a proper football coach yeah. since sir alex ferguson it, i mean Mourinho when the he was there if you're bald you know, you're a good coach right, Mar- Pep and Aaron Hogg. Mourinho when he was a man <laughs> you you know 
Marcus had problems in Mourinho. Most of the players have problems in Mourinho. The way of the styling, I don't know, but this is the proper soccer coach that I've seen since Sir Alex Ferguson. He's a player Ooh. you want to play for. Um, and bef- you know what? I was going to talk about you Manchester. Gotta City. die to get the three yeah. points. Neil Warnock, Mad living, love yes. that. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to quick mention to another. Uh, team that has a manager where players really, really want to play for. I think you know where I'm going. Leeds I, I United, know. Jesse Marsh. Wow. Oh, is okay, yeah. the best manager in the world. Okay. Uh, okay. Just saying, that's dropping that in there. Tyler Adams, best CDM in the Prem. Uh, Jack Harrison, he's pretty good, I guess, too. And Brendan Aronson, really, really good players. Th- Leeds oh, United for, for my... Uh, uh, do they even play this week? Yeah, they have Brentford tomorrow morning. Week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they, they were midweek as well. So everyone played midweek. everyone everyone it, midweek it's everyone. because the World Cup. That's why know, that's why yeah. I keep I keep getting confused by yeah, the there's schedules. There's nine games in September. It's like it's like MLS schedule How many games? stuff. Nine, well, for top six teams, like yeah, nine yeah, games. Yeah. It's Le- like this is like MLS yeah. stuff. Okay. Playing. That's that's truth. I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm pretty sure that, uh, that you were going to pivot to the other team. In I Manchester. was going to talk well Manchester specifically about City. this Norwegian guy that they yeah. got. Ha- I don't know if you've heard about him. Is that the correct pronunciation? Oh, is he Dutch? The guy who gave me you know 51 points my fantasy team this week. I am so mad. I triple captain him. I mean, he's pretty good. This is, I mean, obviously Holland is, this is why everyone wanted Holland. And the fact that Holland went to City for such a low price, because it was the release clause of 60, or it was one of those numbers, because City uh, got the release clause instead of the open market, which would have been so much more. But Holland, obviously, game one against West Ham, he scores two goals. Then I think he doesn't score against uh, the next game. But the fact that he's on back-to-back hat-tricks... I mean, I remember some people saying, oh, it's going to take Holland time to adjust. And I think, I- I'm pretty sure I'm the one who said that uh, on the podcast before. Like, it's going to take him time to adjust. It took, took him about 15 minutes. It, yeah, it, it took him time. It, it took him less than a game to adjust. And now he's on back-to-back hat tricks. And, you know, I, I, I hate the fact that he's doing that because he's not doing it for Liverpool. But I also love it because he's on my team in fantasy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, I'm annoyed that I didn't captain him because I, I just had him on a normal player. But now I want to captain him. But, but watch him fail... Uh, against uh, yeah, against Aston Villa. Against yeah, Aston okay, Villa. sure. Um, I don't think we can overstate this. I think we're witnessing arguably the greatest goal scorer of all time of all time blossom before our eyes. Whoa! Wow! wow. That's a huge. Statement. He was born in two thousand. He's twenty twenty two years old. Yeah, and he's doing this already. You know, the last yeah. striker to start off with uh, eight games in the first five days in the Premier League. You mean goals? Or sorry, yes, eight goals in the first five games. That's that would that makes more sense. Yeah. You know who it was? Uh, Ronaldo, Sergio Aguero. I was gonna say that. Ronaldo's on a streak in the front. And and so that that stat came out like it was it was it, it, it was the same it was, exact. It was the it same was exact. Two, one I goal in the that, first yeah. game, no two. goals in the second game, two or two goals in the first game, no goals second game, one goal third game, hat trick, hat trick, or hat trick and then two goals, and then Holland went and made it a hat trick. So it's he, he scored nine goals in his first five. Last person to score eight in the first five was Aguero. Um, Aguero he had like an okay career in the Prem, I think. Right, like uh, he, he, had was, a, he had a great. He was like, career in the he was like okay. okay. Like he, sco- he scored like four goals. I thought like his entire career in the Prem, like definitely not. That top. is that is a Manchester bias. I'm being he's incredibly sarcastic. Striker, he's yeah. top three striker in the Prem easily. Harry can just beat his record. Yes, well, and I think if Erling Holland sticks around in England long enough, he'll come for every single record. Yeah, but the greatest sure. striker of all time. I'm saying great. Obviously, just pure goal scoring at so his far. age, it, the sky is the limit. And I, I, I mean, mean I, I'm pretty sure at his age, Messi already had three Ballon d'Ors. So it's true, so I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm saying, saying pure goal scoring, pure, pure scoring? goal scoring okay. is, is even better than Ronaldo, even better than I, Goat. I think the sky. I'm saying this: the sky is the limit for Erling Holland. He is, he is another. He's the new Ronaldo. He's the new age of just world class footballer. New age, he's yeah, I, I will agree because obviously, and it, and he and he plays a modern style as well. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not a traditional 
hold-up striker. He's not a traditional getting-behind striker. He's a jack-of-all-trades. He can do whatever you want for him. Aerial, on the ground, mm -hmm. lightning quick, strikes a ball like no one else. Um, the only other striker in the world who I think even holds a candle to Erling Holland at the moment is Karim Benzema, um, but that's in a different league. Man City are one of three teams in the Premier League who are undefeated. Another one of those teams is Tottenham Hotspur, but they've got three wins, two draws. City, four wins, one draw. Spurs this weekend, I believe they take on Fulham. Yep, it's, a, it's another London derby tomorrow so at 10 a.m. I, I, expect, I expect all the big six teams to come up big. Another London derby we have, Chelsea-West Ham, big rivalry. I, th I, I, I don't I'll, think Chelsea wins that. I don't th I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's set in stone for Chelsea, but yeah. I, there should be the favorite at home against West Ham, even, even with the yeah, but they've been flopping dreadful weeks, start yeah. they've had. Yeah. United-Arsenal is the real big one to watch, yep. but the following week... Wait, 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 hold on. What about Everton-Liverpool? Well, we mentioned that. I, I know, we talked know, about know, it plenty. I know. I know. I would say next, not, not this weekend, but the following, we have City Tottenham. So Ooh, that's we're gonna where, we're gonna where, see yeah. where, at, it, at the Etihad. It, yeah. it, it so is we, at the empty head. Yeah. So we will potentially see one of the uh, undefeateds go down next weekend, if not for this weekend. Of course, they're gonna draw next weekend. Now that I've said that, let's talk Champions League though, because do, yes, we are just days away. Michael, I believe you said you wanted to talk about the group of death. Yes, of Walk course. Walk me through it. Of course, I'm talking about group A. I'm kidding. Group, uh, group C is the clear group of death. I mean, you have Bayern, Barcelona, Inter, and then... Victoria pulls them. Thank you. Um, so, obviously, you know, who, who advances? I, you'd have to say Bayern, and then it's between Barcelona and Inter. I mean, Barcelona have had... You know, basically, and you know, unlimited factory just to make money. I mean, how on earth are they signing all these players? They they even got um um uh, a Bellerin from Arsenal. Mm -hmm. Like they got Alonso from Chelsea. From Chelsea. They, um, they they got Christensen. Um, it's a Premier League backline, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, um, I'm trying to think who else they got. Uh, a uh, Lewandowski, a uh, Kessie. They kept De Jong among the the United links. You know, they've basically. Well, well, I will say this: they're holding De Jong hostage, sort yes, of. Yeah, but good, good point. <laughs> Depay seeing Depay, yeah. Dep Mem but, but the fact that they've been able to make so many big money signings, and you know, and, and it's clear that Xavi has a plan, and the, it, and the you Spotify know, sponsership really yeah, paid off. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of regretting uh, getting sp uh, Spotify Premium now because I've, I've I've helped fund so that. Collect vinyls like me, man. <laughs> but or I mean, Apple or Apple Music, yeah. No, but but the fact that you know that they've made so many big big money signings uh, uh, Rafinha I'm not sure if I even mentioned him you know they kept Dembele they, they got Koundé from uh, uh, Sevilla so you know they, they've basically have they have a new look team and you know it's going to be in interesting to see because you know of course the main goal the main topic will be Lewandowski against Bayern I found that ironic e even Thomas Muller even posted a video about that but um, that is going to be a very tasty group uh, I'm not sure who plays who first I don't think any of those play each other first? I think it's um, actually I'm, I'm looking up the matches right now. Um, yeah, Inter Bayern is the first is Inter their first game, yeah. and that's but that's Wednesday. On Tuesday, we've got some tasty matchups in other groups. Yeah, uh, PSG Juventus is the big one that sticks out. Sevilla Man City. Um, that's yeah, but we're 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 we're, we're, we're easing into Champions League. Napoli Liverpool, of course. Atletico Porto. That's Wednesday uh, though. Isn't those it? Are, those ones are Wednesday. Yeah, that's Wednesday. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I mean uh, what uh, else uh, can uh, you say about Champions League? I'm I'm so happy it's back. I'm so happy it's back. I, I hope Liverpool win a seventh. Last <laughs> summer was heartbreak, um, but uh, I, I'll ask you guys because you asked me about the group of death. I'm saying it's Barcelona and Bayern. Who do you think will advance, James? You first. Bayern Barca. Yeah, I'm saying Bayern Barca. Barca obviously going to be second, obviously. Okay. Uh, but you can't rule it Inter because you know 
you never know what happens in the Champions League. That is true, yeah. You know, so I think depending on how Barcelona plays, because, you know, this season obviously it's different. The roster's vastly different. You but, think? But Barca has Bayern's goal scorer. They do. But but also, Bayern have ha- has had a, I wouldn't say quiet, but in terms of like, they had a really good summer. They got Delict from Juve. They got Mane. They got Mane. I I know. They got Mane. I, I really <laughs> hate that fact. But they, they got Mane. They got um two more players from Ajax. Like, they, you know, obviously they did lose Lewandowski, but, you know, I, I don't think they, I mean, obviously they care, but in terms of like, you know, I, I don't think they're, you know, crying themselves to sleep. They're like, yeah, okay, cool. He left, but this is who we still have. And I think Bayern, Barcelona, which if I'm not mistaken is the second match day. Uh, so that means that they're playing yep. Tuesday, September 13th. That's correct. So that is going to be the game to watch. And I'm pretty sure I have no classes that day. It's a big so one. So I know what I'm doing at 3 o'clock. Nice, right. nice. Well, I will mention about this new Barcelona goal scorer from Poland that everybody seems to be talking about. He loves scoring against his old teams. He tortured Dortmund in the Prem, or in the Prem, in the Bundesliga. There we go, yeah. Uh, after leaving to join um, their second biggest rivals because that's how the Bundesliga works. All the good players join Bayern. That's real fun. Anyway, Champions League, really excited for it this Tuesday. Should we walk through, should we do all group predictions just to say like who do we think? Yeah, so? yeah why, why not? Why just, not? We, we got some time. Well, you know what? We'll ahead. just rattle that off, move straight into transfers, and then we'll take it home with some local stuff and Panini. Yeah, Panini book. <laughs> we'll talk a little World Cup. So, Group A, Michael, who's coming out? Liverpool and Ajax. I'm saying Liverpool first and then Ajax second. Same position. Liverpool first and Ajax second. W- with Napoli in the third. I, I, I yeah, I right. had I initially had Liverpool Ajax third. I'm starting to think more about Napoli. I've I've so I watch a little bit of Napoli and Serie A. They've they've not been that impressive to me this season. I'll go Liverpool Ajax Napoli third. They'll go to the Europa League. I, I feel bad for Rangers though. I do feel bad for Rangers because and I I I liked Rangers because of the, they have a few Americans on the squad this year. They they looked really really good in the qualifiers to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Americans James Sands, Billy Tillman up. played a big role. Yep, runners run, up there you go. Yeah. Runners up Europe and yeah. So let's start Group B. Group B is Porto, Atletico Madrid, Leverkusen, Bruges. Genos, start with you. I think I'm gonna go Atletico Porto. I'm gonna do the same in um, that order. Yeah. The Leverkusen third. Leverkusen third. Leverkusen third. Yeah, Zero I mean, um, I'm basically uh, the same on that. I think we already said Group C. I mean, I feel bad for the team. That I can't pronounce, James. Please, Victoria Poulsen. Thank you. Czech uh, team. I, I feel bad. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> it's actually not that hard to say, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Victoria. Okay, I know. Um, but uh, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if if they pull off an upset against either Bayern or Barcelona or Inter. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see them come away come it, away. It's with happened the win. before. Yeah, no, it's I, happened I, before. I'm expecting that because you know Sheriff beat Madrid Sher- I think, two years ago. Sher- that Last was season. That was yeah. so fun. Exactly. That was so so, so fun. I cannot wait for them to you know shock the world and beat. You know, one of those three because then because you know those teams will be like, oh, our huge game is against Bayern or Barcelona. Nah, you're gonna lose to this team, and now you're and now your qualifying spots in jeopardy. So it's gonna be very interesting. I, but I, I will say this: the Czech league is slept on a bit. The teams at the top I'm can hang right now. Yeah. Can hang with the can <laughs> can hang with the big boys. So I think we're all going Bayern Barca yeah. Group C Group D. This is an interesting one. I think there's one clear favorite Tottenham, and then you've got. Eintracht Frankfurt, Sporting CP, and Marseille. Those are three teams that all are on a similar level. I'm going to go with Eintracht Frankfurt because of what they as did. As second. In, as second, okay, yes, yeah. behind, behind Spurs. And then who's third? Because of what they did in Europe. I'll go Marseille third. Ooh. And I'll go Sporting last because of how bad they were in the Champions League. I'm going to say the same thing, the same positioning. Really? But 
I, I didn't think we were going to have one the same for this. I, I have a disagreement. Okay, there we go. That's what I Yeah, I was going to say, if Frankfurt plays like they did last season, definitely second. Definitely. But, you know, anything can happen this season. New new season, new coaches, new players, even like new season. Could they make could they make third? They could. They could they could go back to Europa League, but you know, I think they could even go fourth. They could last season where did they end up in the Bundesliga? Eighth, ninth? Eintracht? I'm yeah. looking this up, hold on. So I'm gonna go with Frankfurt. Well they're they're mid table now. They're they're, they're, now. They've been struggling. They, I should have they've, researched they've got, this I think they've got in. about five points in four matches thus far. They they finished mid table last year as 11th. well. Eleventh. They were eleventh. Yeah. Okay. That, that's about their level in the Bundesliga, but what they showed in the Europa League last especially, year, yeah, the was, Camp was absolutely especially incredible. at Barcelona. Like, I at, remember, like yep. yeah, that was and, not that was not also, yeah. also the fan invasion in terms of like yeah. the that, amount of Frankfurt fans that right, were there. Right. Believe me, those fans haven't are not soon to forget what what transpired in May of this past year. They're going to be bringing that into the next level, which that's is now the Champions be League, fun. and it's going to be a lot of fun. And they have a group that they could feasibly get out of. Yeah. I don't see them. I don't see them falling to either Marseille or, or Lisbon. And if it does, it's going to be on skill. I don't think it's going to happen due to um, motivation, composure. They're they're here to win it. Like, exactly. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna be in there. It could be a magical cup run. Yeah. I I don't think it's going to go very far. Hey, I know these days. <laughs> past the group stage, but I I see them getting out, and I see them uh, playing some inspiring football along so the way. So basically, both of you have Tottenham, Eintracht Frankfurt, sport, Marseille, or Marseille sporting. sporting. Marseille, yeah. I, I have it as Tottenham. Eintracht Frankfurt and then Sporting third. I just don't think okay. Marseille will, will. So it's it's a minor difference, but I, I don't think Marseille fair, will, uh, will do anything. All right, Group E. Halfway there. Group E, Milan, Chelsea, Salzburg, Dinamo Zagreb. I'll go Milan first, Chelsea second. I, Who's third? Third, I'll go Salzburg. So basically, in, in the in the order in the order in which in the order that it's on the order in which they were drawn. Yes, I agree with him. The, I mean, the only the only thing that I feel like is worth changing. You could say Chelsea first, was, just because they, they, they probably say, have yeah, better yeah, players both, than Milan. I, I was about to say, obviously, it's going to be Milan and Chelsea that that make it through. You got to remember. I, I don't know in which order. You got to remember who won Serie A last year. Exactly. But and you got to and you've got to remember where Chelsea are right now. I know, I know, but you know, obviously, Champions. Another, League. another thing I'm going to plug: uh, Milan derby tomorrow at noon. Is it? That is great. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Um, that's going to be huge. I mean, obviously. Uh, I mean, th- those those two, I-, I think I would give it to Milan on current form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it-, it wouldn't shock me if Chelsea do get that top spot. But, it, but obviously it will be those two. And it's not like Chelsea are unfamiliar with success in the Champions League lately. That's mm-hmm. very much something they're good at doing and exactly. uh, with the manager that they currently have. For as much scrutiny as he's been facing, he's gotten the job done with this club in the Champions League. But let's move on to Group F. Real Madrid, Erby Leipzig, Shakhtar Donetsk, Celtic. I might go again in the order that these were drawn. Actually, I'm going to switch Celtic third, Shakhtar fourth, yeah. Madrid Ooh. first, Leipzig second, okay. Celtic third, Shakhtar next. Oh, what about you? Do? I was going to say the same. So Real Madrid first, obviously. Leipzig with Timo Werner. Celtic is going to be third. I just want to say. A Timo Werner, uh, a Timo uh, Werner Leipzig uh, is, uh, is a scary Timo Leipzig. Werner, while Chelsea can't score goals, he scored a hat trick in the DFB Pokal. Yeah. Yeah. I found yeah. that so funny. Yeah. Um, as for Group F, I mean... I, I guess it would be in the order, maybe change three and four, but honestly, I'm just gonna keep it like that because Shakhtar Donetsk usually kind of make those dark horse runs in Europa yep. League, so maybe they might get in there. Um, group G, I'll I'll, you I'll, can, I'll, you I'll can, leave this you can one. Take this one. Yeah, if anything, we'll just rotate it. All right, cool. um, I'm gonna say Man City top, easy. Um, it wouldn't shock me if Dortmund go into second against Sevilla, because mm-hmm. uh, Sevilla are 
kind of, you know, kings of the Europa League. They've won that thing so many times. So it wouldn't shock me to see Dortmund go above them. Honestly, I think two or three is a toss-up. It depends on who's playing, uh, if they have any injuries. Honestly, I haven't seen both of them play. Obviously, Dortmund don't have Holland, so huge, huge miss. But I feel like they've... Um, they, they've got quality. But, but, but they've also lost one of their defenders to Man City. I mm-hmm. believe that transfer was confirmed uh, uh, on deadline day. Um, honestly, I'd say two and There's three. There's probably some transfers that we haven't even heard about yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would say two and three are interchangeable. Copenhagen, sorry, but you guys are going fourth. But Man City, yeah. Easy, yeah. easy first. I think, I think that's a pretty... Uh, obviously, City first. Sevilla, Dortmund, it's going to be a dogfight for the second spot. Um, Dortmund, perhaps the more talented team. But where the goal is going to come from is a good question. They don't have Erling Holland. Group H, this one I think they is... also don't have uh, Sebastian Haller. I believe he went to Dortmund. They had they had then... Malin. Oh, Ma... uh, yeah. Uh, oh, where did Haller go then? Uh, that's a good question. I could have sworn he did go to. Did, he he, he is on he Dortmund. Yes. Yeah, but then He's... unfortunately, you know, um, he uh, it was revealed that he has cancer. So, he, so he's not. He playing. hasn't played. He hasn't played. A yeah, match. exactly. Is, but but he, he they signed him. He left Ajax. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. so obviously yeah. you know they, they would have had him. I don't even know if he's going to feature in the Champions League. I, I honestly no. I, I don't think I don't think he's going to play this season or anything at yeah. the, like a, a, maybe the final game. But I don't think he's going to play, which, right, which well, is a huge shame because he did so great with Ajax. Yeah, obviously, you know, you know we really we, good we, we wish him the best. The, and obviously, and recovery. was probably going to play a big role at the World Cup, um, one way or another. Oh wait, no, he. Did the Ivory Coast not? They didn't even qualify. No, no, never no, mind. No, no, no. Never no, mind. Obviously, it's a huge miss for yeah. Dortmund because they literally got him, and then you know, turns out he yeah. uh, he he had cancer. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think he got a uh, an award recently, so he spoke out of that at the press conference. He says he's feeling better. Obviously, we we wish him the speediest recovery, but that's going to be a huge miss. But yeah, it's basically a dogfight between them and Sevilla for the final. Uh, sorry for the second place in that group. I think yeah, I totally forgot about that because that happened like way back in July yeah. when that was when that was uh, yeah. revealed. Wow! So yeah, best wishes to Spass and Holler. Um, let's talk Group H: PSG, Juve, Benfica, Maccabi Haifa. I think how it's positioned. I think how it's, how it's drawn is pretty be, fair. Yeah. I mean, Juve might might go above PSG just because. PSG just because of Weston McKinney, I totally agree. Exactly. Right. Uh, just because PSG, you know, are a bit. I'm not gonna say fractured, but you know, there is clear, you know, among the players, obviously Mbappe having that much control. You know, the 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 little penalty spat between him and mm-hmm. Neymar, um, and the way that PSG have played in the Champions League recently. You know, Juve they strengthened with with Pogba. He's back. They also got Di Maria from from PSG. Did Julian Drexler go to Benfica? I think I heard yeah, that. Yeah, Julian Draxler and John Brooks. Yeah. Late, late John editions, Brooks. Jade, late wow. editions for Benfica. So, well, b- b- before, before, before we continue, though, I just want to say there's an American in every group at the Champions League. Is there? There really? is. Maccabi Haifa has the goalkeeper Josh Cohen. He's American. Benfica's now got John Brooks, Juventus, Weston McKennie, Dortmund, Gio Reyna. Um, That's great. Group F, Celtic, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Group E, Chelsea, Christian Pulisic. I, I was going to say that one. Uh, uh, group group I'm D, I'll see if you can one. find this one. Group D. Uh, no. I okay, well, Eintracht Frankfurt has a guy named Timothy I can do, Chandler. I can do Group C, maybe. Who was awful for the U.S. Group C, I think you've got this one. I was going to say. Well, um, well, actually, no, Group C, it's not true anymore. Because we were about to say Sergio Dest. just Dess, transferred. But, but, but where did he oh, go to? No. He went to Milan, right? He went to Milan. So, so technically, Group C is the outlier. Group C, okay, until very recently... Last group C, yeah. every every team had uh, an American. Group, uh, what about group every B? group had an American? Group B is um, that Leverkusen? Uh, Club Bruges has uh, Owen Otisawi. Okay, and can what I say about group A? you? Can say Group A, James Sands. There you go. And which team? At Rangers. Rangers and Malik Tillman. Really? I yes. on on Rangers. Um, yeah. So oh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That shows fun. my ball knowledge. So that's yeah. fun to pivot. 
We're talking about Americans. Let's talk about some American soccer. I thought I thought we were going to talk about transfers. What is transfers? This? Okay, well, oh, fine. <laughs> you, you caught you caught me jumping the gun. Come All right, on. we we we've we've been mentioning the transfers. Um, how about this? Everyone pick one big transfer from this window that you think is going to be because there's just too many to, to pick from yeah. now. Yeah, um, pick one that you think is going to be a game changer. I think I know who you're going to say, so I'm going to start. No, with you. go for it. Who do you think I'm going to? I say? think you're going to say Arthur for Liverpool, which I think is totally valid because it, it fills a very big need. And and there's some controversy there because he's such a he's such he's such an injury prone player. Yeah. But I I still think he has so much quality. So I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna go with the cheap answer and say a game changer would be Holland because he's already changed okay. the game. Okay. Okay. That doesn't um, count. It's now, from now, this window. Now, now however, well it, it, that was this window. I mean, like I the know, late I ones know. that like um, we haven't talked about as, yet on the podcast. As for Arthur, unfortunately, I I haven't seen him play. I know that uh, he was at Barca and then he went to Juve. So unfortunately, I haven't seen him play that much. Uh, but I've heard good things. Obviously, it's it, it was a panic move. Because you know they just needed a stopgap for this year. Obviously, it's a loan deal with the option to buy for like thirty-four million. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm excited that we did get someone. Um, I, I would have much rather preferred Jude Bellingham or or um, the player who went to Madrid uh, uh, to a Chemi, but um, to a, a many. Thank you to a many, but unfortunately, Madrid, you know, uh, beat him to the punch, and then uh, you know, Dortmund said that Bellingham's not for sale at least for this year. So obviously this is just a stopgap for this year because next year you know I, I do expect Bellingham to go to Liverpool, um, and you know I, I, obviously you know it's too far to tell but you know I, I'm I'm happy with it because at least we have more midfield options. I'm not sure if he's if he's gonna play tomorrow, but uh, you know it is interesting. Uh, as for a player that's happened in the let's call it deadline day because mm-hmm. obviously I said Holland, which is true, okay. but yes to answer your question. Um, I'm actually scrambling to think of one. I kind of want to say Aubameyang. No, yeah, yeah, come, on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, that's all. I literally have it up yeah, on yeah, my yeah. computer. <laughs> well, that's I, I, I wanted to talk about that, Aubameyang that, so bad. That, I was going to tell you. All right. First. No, no, hold on. All right. You, you guys need to pick different ones then. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to so, scramble to think no, of you. So, um, oh, so, so as you for Aubameyang. I shouldn't have let uh, you go first. Yeah, I was about to say, why'd you let me go first? Because I thought you were going to say Arthur. Unfortunately, obviously, you know, if the report said that his house was broken into, he got a fractured jaw, so he's out for a couple weeks. But um, it's gonna be interesting to see him back at uh at, in the Premier League because obviously the way he left Arsenal it was pretty well documented in this in the documentary also on social media. You know he basically forced that move to Barca, uh, but he played really well in Barca and you know he's a very good striker who can score goals and he joins a list of uh, former Arsenal players to you know change colors and to in go London, to Chelsea yeah to go to Chelsea so it's gonna be very I mean he is wearing the number nine and the number nine has a curse so it's gonna be very interesting to see how that goes in Chelsea but I do expect him to be a huge positive and not a negative in any sort of way uh, with Chelsea so it's gonna be interesting to see how they go uh, I'm kind of procrastinating a little bit because it looks like both of you are scrambling to no find I'm, a player. I, I'm I'm just trying to I have one in mind I but, can go yeah okay go ahead I say let Gino go and watch him take your player again he's totally gonna do I'm well <laughs> The un- the Aubameyang one was unexpected. I think that was the last transfer. I think for the Prem. Oh, actually no. Actually, I have another transfer, but I'll go at. Okay. I think the I'll last transfer from the Prem was yeah. was Dan James going to Fulham. To Fulham on Re- loan. On loan, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think that was the last so, one. I have two bits of transfer. I'm, I'm gonna. So th- there was a player that was gonna go to Leeds. Um, I forget his name, but he was gonna go to Leeds from Marseille. And then he and failed then, his. No, med- so what happened was. <laughs> no, he failed so, his medical. So he was about to board a plane to go to Leeds, but then Nice from. Uh, well, Leeds from, backed out of the no, deal. No, 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 no. Nice tempted Marseille with an offer, and then he, the player said, "Nah, I'm gonna go to Nice instead of Leeds." So Leeds was done. Oh, okay. He okay. goes to Nice to take the medical. 
fails the medical mm-hmm. and is still at Marseille. I'm pretty sure it was Marseille, but the, I found that hilarious because yeah. not only like the deal that was going to go through, it fell through because he backed out because because right. Nice tempted him. And it was then, it was Bemba Dieng. But Bemba Dieng. It, it, but was it from Marseille? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And. Wow, I, how did I not hear about all that? I knew about like I think the move beats, failed. Yeah. I had no, yeah. I had no idea it was all this drama. It was, it, I, I was following that. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, with Fabrizio. Yeah. And he was saying, <laughs> okay, Leeds is a no go. He's gonna go to Nice. He yeah. failed his Nice medical. He's staying at Marseille. I'm like, that's funny. I found that amazing. And then, um, uh, Fulham. Uh, I'm surprised that you didn't mention this as a. As a as a, an a as an American, yeah, Fulham have loaned out one of their um, young American players to Walton and Hersham, which is a t- which which has um, it's the world's youngest foot uh, f- uh, football owners. I'm not sure if you're, they're in the eighth division, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I was uh, and I was scrolling through social media, and they made like a final deadline day thing. And I know that they're because they're huge on on TikTok. I believe they promoted back to back years. So I just wanted to give them a bit of a mm-hmm. a bit of a yeah. shout out because you know not only did oh they make yeah it, yeah they're the team with all the TikTok exactly. Okay. And and yeah. you know since they're American and since mm-hmm. as you know I I love everything was, American about um, the sport. It was the goalie, right? I'm not exactly sure. Um. I, I saw this like two hours ago on Instagram. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna mention this during the pod. Um, but you know the fact that um. You know, a, F- a Fulham loaned him out, so you know, big, big, big bonus for them, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to drop that in because right. you know, hu- huge, huge. So I'm sorry to the listeners that uh, my American prowess stops at exactly. the, at the yeah. English seventh division. Come on, come on, but come on. Uh, we'll continue. Gino, who do you got for us? Please steal James's player. Come on. My player that was unexpected was Casemiro. Okay, that's a really good one, actually. Uh, what, what was gonna be yours? I was, I was gonna, I was gonna, uh, we I was gonna use deadline. it as a way to ease into the American talk. I was gonna say Serginio Dest, just cause. Oh, okay, okay. But I think it's, that I think it's a really shot. great but, uh, move. I think it's a really great move. What? Uh, yep. Casemiro? Casemiro, obviously a great yeah. move, and is Dest is also. Times? I think all, th- I think Aubameyang is a move that makes so four, much four sense for everyone. Champions League, uh, five Casemiro. Times. He's a five-time five champion. Yeah. Like honestly, he's a great central defensive midfielder. He is the best central defensive midfielder in the world right now. I think there's. I think oh, in, the whoa, past, whoa, in the past, in the past five, six. Whoa. There's two other names that you could say. He's among. Who Who would you say? Fabinho and Joshua Kimmich are the two. Are those are the three best CDMs Maybe in the world? Maybe Rodri would get into the top five. I, yeah, he's in the conversation, but I think right Declan now Declan Rice De- is increasing. But I think, I'm not going to put him there. See, like there, these are all players. Yeah. I think you annex the top three conversation is firmly Fabinho, Casemiro, and Joshua Kimmich in any of those orders. And I think like guys like Ngolo Kante now bit of a drop off. Yeah. Are are among are among like right. the second category of CDMs like Declan Rice. We, we, we I love Ngolo Kante for, for so me, much. For me, I'm a Man U and Real Madrid fan, so watching Casemiro. Oh, you love it. Yeah, so I love the. No, guy. honestly, I love that transfer move because uh, it's a midfielder. Yeah. He's better than McFred. But the thing is, he's from, better than that. Yeah. Full stop. For Man U fans, we've been. Yeah, no kidding, we've man. We've been <laughs> asking for a CDM. We've been asking for a CDM. You guys for wanted years. Rice, and 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 the best in the, the world. Best of the world fell into their laps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. What you was so him, he will be very. What good. was so great about this transfer is that it happened all three days. It happened, it happened quickly. Yeah. It was. It reminded me of Ronaldo's transfer when, like, in 24 hours, he was going to City. Every, everyone, everyone was burning their old then, United. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ronaldo I, I was. I, I was laughing at the drama, but I was also terrified. Then, of then the oh next God, day, I wake up and that. I see Fabrizio saying, "Oh no, he's going to Man U." So here we go. Yeah, here we go. So confirmed. it's the same thing happened with Casemiro because I was like, "Well, Casemiro started playing. He got the man in the match in Super Cup." Yes. So Actually, I, I, I pick Casemiro because I think he's going to be a great addition. He's been he played really well against uh, Leicester. There was some, you know. Mishaps with Scott, but I think he's gonna, you know, he's getting adjusted to the problem. No, all, all that stuff is gonna work itself. But, who did you sure. say Dest? I was gonna say Sergio Dest. Okay. Because uh, did Dest even play that much for Barcelona? No, no. no. So, so he was part of Xavi's fla- plans towards the end of last season. Yeah, has fallen out of order with him. Still, obviously, a, a great right a back. Player, yeah. The only thing is, he comes into an AC Milan team that has good fullbacks as well. Um, 
with like Leao yeah. and uh, Calabria. So he's going to have to work for his playing time. I think that's a good thing, looking ahead to the I World Cup for the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. If he's competing for a starting spot, he's going to get minutes playing for a top club, not just Champions League, but also toward the top of Serie A. I think it's a great move for everyone involved. Uh, AC Milan gets a talented young fullback, and Sergio Des gets playing time in a tough in a tough environment before the World Cup. So that's why I wanted to talk about that. One, la- one last thing before we move on to the next subject. I think the failed transfer of Christian Pulisic to... Manchester United or what was the other club? It was, it was, oh, alone, it was yeah. Newcastle, Newcastle United, United, Juventus. I, I really wanted him to be And Atletico Madrid were all. Actually, all no, uh, w- one more thing. I- I'm going to extend this transfer for a little bit. Name one team that was a winner and one team that was a loser. James, I'll start with you. Uh, You know what? You I'll, you, you mentioned Barca being a winner, and I'm, like, I'm definitely going to agree with that. I'm just going to say I don't understand how they can afford everything. It, it's because they sold like a lot of their future they rights. They sold a lot of the future so it's rights. Like in the f- but then again, obviously... Isn't that like an awful like, yeah, that's business really, decision? I mean, no, no, no. I'm so happy you said that. Because Ma- Madrid, back in 08, or there was a year that they sold 100% of their rights, and look how that turned out for them. So, obviously, uh, as a Madrid who's, fan, I'm going to... Yeah, who's your loser, like, for the team that got the worst transfers? I, I mean, uh, uh, apart from Aubameyang, I, I would have said Chelsea. I would s- probably say Chelsea, too. Be- be- because yeah. they needed midfielders, but then they're letting they, Billy Gilmore yeah, they, go. They, yeah, and and I go. do have a soft spot for Gilmore because I have a signed jersey of him because I won a competition. But I'm very sad to see him go. But he's going to Brighton. Um, I may be a little biased, but I think Man U with these transfers that was changed a good the window. game. That was a good window. Uh, two defenders. I, I'm trying. And I guess Casemiro. Now Anthony's here. It's a good question, right? No, I'm trying to think of a a big team that had a genuinely bad transfer window. Actually, one team that had a good one, Nottingham Forest. I spoke to Gino before. The whole squad got (laughs) new squad. I'm I'm sorry. What happened to the other players? The whole team got other players who used to play for this team. A new squad. That promotion money uh, really kicked in. Yeah, for them. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely. Uh, uh, I, I still mean, can't think of like a like. I'm trying to think of like a big team. Chelsea spent the most. Actually, Chelsea, no, I, I take that back. Chelsea. No, they, uh, I did know. they spend the most? Hold on, apologies. Chelsea was not a loser. Chelsea was a winner. Don't forget, they got um, a Kuibai. They got um, Kuibai has struggled so far. I think Kuibai's fantastic signing has uh-huh. been has been bad. They got Fafana. They got Sterling. Oh, and what Kukurea. am I saying? Saying that they're a loser? And, no, and they're, on the way they're going, on the way they're going, Chelsea. They're like three hundred million. So, but no one bats an eye because I, it's not oil money; it's American money. That's it true. is American. Money. It is American money. New <laughs> it's Dodger money. Exactly, it's Dodger Bull. money. Dodger money. Also, Yankees invest. I think a company of part yes, of the Yankees into AC Milan, AC Milan have AC now Milan. have new owners, which have yeah. uh, so I guess LeBron that makes James, me a Milan fan. Drake and the Yankees. And is that why you're an fan? NYCFC fan? Because the Yankees? Yeah. Ah, and I'm an NYCFC fan because I work for the Yankees. So it's like <laughs> so. Yeah, and I'm a Red Bulls fan because I'm from Jersey. Ralph so in the back is saying, "Yeah, let's go Milan." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy a couple of jerseys, but uh, yeah. actually, I, I I don't know who my loser would be now. But I was heartbroken because I thought Christian Pulisic was coming to United. Arsenal. I would have really loved. I would have loved that. That would have been good. But move. Chelsea said, "No, we can't. We're not letting him go." And Christian was I, definitely. You know, I think it's. What, what I think Arsenal it's really do? hard to say that any team what, lost. What, right what now. did Arsenal do? I, I, I mean, G- they have uh, to do much of anything. They have Gabriel Jesus probably was Gabriel the star. Jesus. He's got the goals. Gabriel Jesus I'm, I'm was fit the team Kirby. need to I'm a team. I'm thinking about, like, deadline there, day. Because no, they wanted Douglas Luiz, but they didn't get him. Did Douglas Luiz end up moving anywhere? No, he, no, stu- he did. He, he yeah. Honestly, a, I'm trying to think of a bad But I don't think I don't think they have Lester? much to worry about no. because they've got young defense. Oh, no. Leicester had a bad one because they basically sold They I mean, sold everyone. I mean, okay. uh, they had financial troubles. I'll give they, you Leicester. Yeah, so, so I Lester was trying to think one. bigger picture than Leicester, but okay, Leicester. I don't know what I was saying. Now, now that we finally yeah. answered the question. Yeah, please move on. Leicester. Wait, no, no, I did, I'm not trying oh. to move on. We are going to move on, but I'm not. that wasn't what I was trying to do. Okay. 
Leicester, bad. And who are we going to agree for? Good. Everyone else? Barca. Barca, United. Liverpool had an okay window. Liverpool, I think Liverpool's window is defined by the, the Arthur uh, signing. because yeah. I haven't seen him play, so I don't know. He hasn't played, exactly. but it, it, it fills the need so badly. I mean, so he's a midfielder. He's he's definitely, I mean, if, if he's good enough to go to Juve and Barca, he has to be, he has to have some and, and he's And he's in his prime. Right. If it weren't for injuries, I think he'd be in the discussion among some of the better midfielders uh, in the world. He's, he's got before, that much talent, I believe. I will say, he has played at Anfield before. Can you tell me the game he's played at Anfield? I, I know what game he's played at what Anfield. I don't 18, we don't have, 18, 19, 4-0? We, we yes. don't have to talk about that game <laughs> okay, fine, at fine. Anfield. Yeah. What we do have to talk about is Major League Soccer. Of course. Big MLS guy over big here. Big MLS. Uh, it's not just it's not just I'm a big MLS guy. It's a big time for MLS. I was talking about myself as a big uh, MLS oh, guy. Oh, okay. Well, look at you. <laughs> in third place in the Eastern Conference, it's the New York Red Bulls. In fourth place, it's New York City FC. With the game in hand. With the game in hand. That's game correct. Hand. Two Were points you shocked back. that I knew that? Were you surprised? No, I know you know these things. Good. I know you're keeping, you're keeping tabs on everything. Of course I do. The Red Bulls play first place Philadelphia this weekend. I'm not sure if I'm going to be going to that. New York City will travel to New England. That's always a tough place to oh, play. You got to talk to Ryan about that. I, I I do have to talk to Ryan. Uh, they go to New England Sunday. Tough place to play on turf. Historically, people get injured there. Historically, it gets colder other than other areas. It's hmm. Foxborough, Massachusetts. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Gino, I want to ask you because you are a New York City FC fan, the reigning champs. As much as it hurts for me to say that. Um, Outlook on the season. We're going to just do this quick because I know, Michael, you can't be bothered with MLS talk. How dare you say that I love my NYCFC. All right. Well, so then I'll, gonna, I'll leave this one up to both of you. Uh, I'm letting uh, Gino you, talk. You like, no, you like um, their chances this yeah, year? Yeah. I'm letting Gino talk the entire time. How, how, are, they, how are they looking <laughs> as we as we are uh, now the Tati, the six Tati, games away from the playoffs? Yeah, spot. the Tati and Ronnie leaving was a huge, huge blow. blow to NYCFC. Tati was the goal scorer, their striker. And these past couple of games, I don't think they've won a game since. Haven't uh, won since. Um, since July, since, since July. Inter Miami, Inter Miami. The last two wins were uh, the derby against the Red Bulls, and then yeah. uh, at home against Inter Miami. A rough uh, August for them, for sure. A rough, yeah, for sure. I think you know the way they were playing games; they were playing really well, but you know they're giving away the balls to the opposition, mm-hmm. which is you can do against the game against them. Um, it was, uh, I think it was Miami. They gave the ball to Higuain. Higuain scored the goal, mm-hmm. I think. So you know. If yeah. they, if they if they keep playing you know this way they're not going to make playoffs but at this point in the beginning of the season I was saying oh they have to win Supporters Shield because they're MLS champions they're really good right now Tati Ronnie were at their peak but then you know out of nowhere Ronnie decided to leave to a Belgium team I think Belgium mm-hmm. and then you know Tati decided to go to a newly promoted Girona to La Liga which is great for him but you know and he has unex- been scoring goals and he's been scoring goals but it's been unex- he, he was, it was unexpected yeah. that how he left so you know I think for for me and you know for Mike as well. We have to make playoffs, and if we don't, but I don't see them defending their titles. I think I think right now I'm gonna I mean, give it to Philadelphia. Philadelphia's supporter shield. Yeah. Uh, at least they're at least they're definitely winning the East. They're for definitely sure. winning the East. Uh, the supporter shield is with between LAFC and Philadelphia Union now, no doubt in my mind. I mean, hold on. I mean, I I remember having this conversation last year wh- when it was you and Keenan, uh-huh. and you know it was that you know everyone was sleeping on NYC. You, get, you know, I right. I you guys I went were sleeping yeah, yeah, yeah. on my I, team. No, okay? I went to bat for NYCFC. I even wrote in an article, and it crushed me to do this. That I said, or was it Keenan? One of you. Uh, I think it was Keenan might have been sleeping on them, and I was like, dude, like the way the playoffs are shaping up right now, they're gonna have an easy game at home to start. Then they're going to play in a vulnerable New England that team. Month and, and, then, and, and then it was a Timberwolves. And then it's going to be a crapshoot against Philly. They got lucky with the injuries. And but I, I said they were prepped NYCFC. for a run. They were prepped for a run. Right. They got some. They got. They did get fortunate at times, but they had. They were built for 
for as a playoff team. They were, yeah, they were the team that I was confident going into New England, Philadelphia. I was confident New York City. All I know is that when we did the podcast, when it was, I wouldn't be confident if New York had to go to Philadelphia for right now. Of course, absolutely right now, no. But go ahead, Michael. All I know is that when it was the fi- when it was the Timberwolves against NYCFC, the Timberwolves, the what is it? talking NBA? Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I don't. I've lost my mind. It, it, we've been talking for a long. I think this is the longest this is podcast. Only, we've yeah, been I on. did not think this was going to go. We have like one fun. more topic to go. This has been so, great. You know. Well, we're but, almost um, done now. But, but we're wrapping is, up. Is, in is like... that when it was them against NYCFC? I think mm-hmm. Keenan had NYCFC. I think I was the only one in the podcast who said NYCFC were going to win. Well, it's probably because you were like, what's the first MLS team I can think of? And you're like, oh, the one that plays 20 minutes away. No, actually, I mean, no. Uh, If you asked me what's the first team I would think of, I would have said Red Bulls because because, because they've been the older team. They've been here for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, New England last year were superior. I mean, they won. Supporter Shield. They they were the team to beat, and New York City just beat them out of nowhere. NYCFC had gone to New England and had a great great game, and then it went to Penns. NYCFC had gone to New England earlier in the season and had won before. That's right. And New England were on a two weeks rest. Never a good thing in MLS playoffs. Nothing describes New York City's month of August, though, like losing at home at Red Bull Arena 2 1 to DC United, the worst team in the league. Um, This is the first time I've ever rooted for DC United. Isn't Rooney their coach? Rooney is their coach. Rooney is their coach. And, And they're awful. They're terrible. They're the worst team in the league by by a pretty significant margin. And I was devastated to have to root for DC United because they're my least favorite team. But the way the standings worked out, it helped the Red Bulls. Speaking of which, heavyweight fight at Red Bull Arena against Philadelphia Union this Saturday. Still don't know. I do have to talk to Ryan about that. You should, know yeah. if I'm, going. I'm I'm going to talk to him. And, um, yeah, chances for the playoffs. I don't know. Red Bulls playoffs, they don't really match. Don't think they're going to do great. Uh, in the playoffs, I do think they're going to host a home match. That's something that New York City FC has got to start worrying about, That's finishing true. top four in the yep. East because the home playoff match is a game-changer in the one-off series. Transitioning from Major League Soccer, let's talk World Cup. We got Gino's Panini book here. I've been scanning I, through I this completely forgot that throughout, that was out. Yeah. throughout the episode. Uh, if you've heard some pages rustling, if you've been hearing some of this, it's because we're looking through the Panini book. Uh did that register out it did. there? No, 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 it's been oh, registering. You got it? Yeah, yeah, okay, it's perfect. Been the entire time. Perfect. Even, I'm, even I'm, when I'm, I'm here on pages. Canada's page because you guys know me. I love my Concacaf. You've got Maxim Crepo. Oh, it's ASMR. Oh, great. You got Crepo. <laughs> you've got Crepo and Borian, Kamal Miller, Alfonso Davies. You got some. This is a good start. As far as starter packs go, this is pretty yeah. good. How about you go to the only country that matters? The only country that matters. Right, I'll, I'll go to the U.S. There you go. There I you mean, because because uh, I'm I'm, not... I'm so heartbroken. Yeah, Sean Johnson. Oh is wait, you got the there. Portugal one. That's sick. Sean Johnson is not there. Sean Johnson's not going to be in Qatar, man. Actually, he might. He might. Hold on. It's what do you mean he has the Portugal? A friend of his got Ronaldo in a pack. No, no, but he has the gold. That doesn't matter. That's true. That's cool. Would you rather? Have the crust or Ronaldo? I'd rather have Ronaldo. But there like, you go. <laughs> it's, 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 we, we got plenty of time. This is just the start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy how some more. How much was the book? How much was the book? Two dollars. And how much are the stickers? So the stickers itself, one pack is five is stickers. It, yeah, so five, it's yeah. one sixty. One dollar and sixty cents. The problem is you get the same guys over the same and over again. guys. Oh, I'm well and aware of how this they works. sell a box of fifty of fifty uh, packs. packs. So, so for how many? Sixty dollars. So three hundred. It's three hundred cards. Pretty much. No, I, I will. You know say, what they said? You know what they what? said? Panini. No, some people said on Twitter that. To have a full World Cup sticker book, you what, might have to spend like one thousand six hundred dollars. Oh, I can do that easy. Okay. I can. <laughs> okay. Yank? No, uh, no. I, I, I will say, back in twenty fourteen, I was so into that. And when I went to Brazil, there was like this literal like. Uh, yeah. There was this place in Brazil, in like a, a mall where you could trade and like buy like uh, the I, ones that you needed. It was I insane. got for for Russia World Cup. I got Neymar. That was probably my best one. But yeah. this one's more special just because the USA is in it. Well, yeah. the USA was also in twenty eighteen. They were not. 
What? Oh wait, no. What am I saying? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> they sorry, famously sorry, missed sorry, that sorry, World sorry, Cup. Sorry, yeah. My bad. My bad. I wrote. I wrote many. And if you think about it, and if you think about it this way, this is the last World Cup sticker book that might have Ronaldo and Messi. Oh, don't this say that. This is going to be a relic. Oh, no, no, but the most exciting one is oh. next year. The next World next. Cup is America and Mexico and Canada. And Canada so that yeah. one's going to be a larger book because it's 48 teams. 48 all, teams. all I'm yeah. saying is that since we live in the U.S., everyone better get one of those for free. Or at least the people on the podcast. All right, well. Do we have a budget that we can use for this? Do we have a budget? We don't have anything, man. We ain't got nothing. I remember we were, there was a podcast. If you guys want to pitch in, you can donate at the WFUV.org website. If you want to trade sticker packs, just contact me and we'll get it. We also need the FUV sports van. The van was mentioned a while ago. Well, this will get tweeted out and everything, so people will hear it. Hey, if you're listening right now. Um, well, not right now. We're not live. We're not live, but they're, yeah. when yeah, they I hear know, it, they're going to be. I know, I know. Okay. So if you're if you're listening to this in like four hours or whatever, or if you're listening to it now for you, the listener, um, pitch in to our Panini Fund. We're going to get the first ever fully filled book for less than $1,600. You said $1,600? Uh, I kind of expect it. Estimated. We're going to no, do it as more. cheap as possible. We're going we're gonna to auntie fee this. All right? We're going to S- do summer it. Summer jobs pay a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourselves. My summer trip paid nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode of FUVFC. Longer than we certainly anticipated. Feels so great to hear that outro music, though. Michael, good having you back. Michael Nairn Gino Alva. Thanks for joining me. I'm great James Burley. Ralph Barbary is guys. on the producing. We'll see you guys next time. But before we do that, Aaron Long is in the Panini book and Sean Johnson is it. So long. New York is red.